0: hi matt hi ashley and hello listeners welcome to the af high list a podcast where matt and i are getting really really baked and going through the 1998 afi list of 100 greatest american films of all time we have arrived whoo very stoned at number 32
1: the godfather part two Oh, wow.
0: This is fun. This is already fun because it's a sequel to a film we've already seen on the list. Tis. Let's jump into this. What's your relationship with Godfather Part 2? We've already done this film on the list. I'm pretty sure, if you haven't listened to it, it's episode 3. Like, this was when this podcast first started. Godfather, it's been a while. So these are pretty far apart on the list.
1: Yeah, it's, uh... Similarly, if you go back and listen to that episode, you will know that our history with The Godfather comes from seeing it in hotel rooms in Florida on vacation while it's raining. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I feel as though that is how I've seen this film before as well.
0: Oh, yeah. the ver- Yeah, it's the same story for me because I had a marathon of all three Godfathers at one time. So I saw... The entire trilogy. And loved it. Had a blast for it. But I feel like I caught Godfather 2 a couple more times in my life. But always kind of like on TV. <laughs> and uh, so I've seen it multiple times. So I thought I'd know more going into it.
1: Same. I thought But I... it's
0: been a while. And I've realized I've only seen the end portion. Like
1: a lot. I was going into this thinking man the godfather was so fun but this one i've seen like hundreds of times so it's gonna be we'll get to we'll get to how like it actually was watching this but i i thought going in that this was the one i had seen more uh this one directly i can picture a specific florida vacation in which i was watching this Mm. whereas the other one is in clips and fragments um they were they weren't together. It wasn't a marathon situation for me. This was two separate trips that I had How seen. How tragic
0: for you. <laughs> for,
1: had seen the Godfather movies. Um, so I could specifically remember the one on which this one was seen. However, I thought I'd seen it a bunch more times. But we'll see. We'll we'll talk further Abby, about it, I guess.
0: I mean obviously you haven't because <laughs> Unless you wouldn't be doing that weird thing With your fingers in your mouth <laughs> It's not as gross as you think Berber. It's, What is it? Or is it? Is it really weird? It's, Am I like, being just like fuck?
1: disgusting And I'm like yeah. It's not how I felt before <laughs> <laughs> That's just crude And I hate it
0: <laughs> stop, stop touching your mouth <laughs> Before like this film starts Just a general thought going into this movie Um This is the first time in a while of going through this list where I'm, like, pumped.
1: To jump into this movie? Yeah. We we had such a good time with the first one. I
0: can't wait to watch this movie because I've seen it and I like it. And it's, even though I've seen it and I know I like it, I've recently watched the first one in the past year. And I fucking love that movie. So it's a continuation of a story I really love and appreciate. So, like, getting to this point of the list, I'm like, oh, dope. Because the movie before this we watched was Annie Hall, which is, I hate. I hate so much. And then, like, the ones before, I was pretty excited for Treasure of Sierra Madre, not gonna lie. But the ones before, it's just, like, there's some different stuff going on.
1: You were excited to return, too, to just something that we, like... Are familiar with. Well, we also, too, felt like it really belonged... Yeah. On this list. Like, when we watched that movie, we were, like, we sat and we, like, watched the whole thing for the three hours or whatever. Like, we just were, like, mesmerized the whole time, stoned. And we're, like, like, it belongs high up on this list. Unlike Sticks and Cane or whatever I called it yesterday. Skittles and Cane. (laughs) Skittles and Cane.
0: (laughs) I will say, just before jumping, jumping in. Jumping, jumping.
1: Jumping, jumping. Um... Ladies, leave your man at home.
0: I feel like this... (laughs) Yep. Leave him at home. (laughs) They don't deserve to have fun. I feel like growing up for us, because I didn't watch Godfather until I was maybe like 11, 12, or something. Which maybe is a little young. I watched all of Godfather when I was like 12.
1: (laughs) We all have. We all have.
0: So, I feel like when we were growing up, we had so much pop culture like referencing the godfather that just like i knew everything about the godfather before it <laughs> even like happened to me like before i experienced it i just knew a lot about it i knew it was a mom movie i knew marla brando's thing like i remember moments from it because in pop culture like think about whose line is it anyway they reference it like just comedy shows reference it a lot there's spoof, there's parody There, yeah, I don't know, I think it was really big in our culture, especially the second one, because everyone when we were growing up was like well the Godfather's a masterpiece but the second one's the best I feel like that statement was like just known as fact, growing up so it's kind of fun doing a podcast about like analytically looking at this list and like saying is it up to snuff like, we're on the fucking movie of an iconic storyline that everyone is like, this one's the best one, and the first one is number three, and this one's number 32, but the population believes it's the better film.
1: Well, I'm going to drop my bombshell now. Yes. And not save it for later, because all my notes kind of pertain to this. Okay. I did not like this film nearly as much as the first one. (laughs) You are correct. (laughs) I
0: also feel like, I don't know if being stoned unlocked this for me, or just because I haven't seen this in a while and I'm older now, and then like going back and revisiting these. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) I was like a little let down for a minute until like, Then I found the things I loved about the first one that were being represented. And like, it really took a while for me to be like, I'm not seeing what everybody's talking about.
1: Yeah, I mean, again. And
0: even growing up, I was like, well, the second one's the best. But I think it's literally like when I marathoned it, there are dynamic moments in this towards the end of the movie. The end of the movie is what's the best part of the whole series. Like, It's very good. But, like, this movie is almost, what, how long is it?
1: Three hours and 20 minutes (laughs) long.
0: Fuck, we clearly split this over two days because I'm not going to sit and fucking watch a movie for a podcast for almost four hours. I
1: mean, we've done it before. We have. We've re-upped and everything. But, but, like,
0: not in one sitting. I can't do it. Well, Um, we have
1: in one sitting. But it
0: was really hard to do. (laughs)
1: Like, we, I think that, no, I think that's saying something about this movie that we were like, well, let's just go to bed. Yeah, and then let's pick it back up tomorrow. Where well,
0: we were also like we're familiar with it; it's fine. But then at the end of yesterday, we didn't. We don't talk about it really when we do it because we want to save our thoughts for the podcast. Right, right. We didn't say anything. You to didn't each other. say that you were disappointed. Like I didn't say it either. No, we have not <laughs> discussed all, this previously. I was a little disappointed. First, I would say. How many... Oh, of course we watched this on VHS because that's how we watch the original.
1: But that's not the reason. It's just because, like, this one, like, uh, Apocalypse Now and the original has been, like, recut weirdly so yeah. many times. I was we, we seek to always find the original. Mm-hmm. So that's why I picked up this particular VHS because we almost bought the DVD, remember? Yeah. But the DVD had the recut on it because it was I'm from, curious like a curious
0: of what is different.
1: I, I don't know. I don't know either because I don't... I had never really tracked this stuff. Like, I only ever probably saw these movies on either HBO or AMC anyway, so... (laughs) It's
0: wild, but you know when you, like, had a bunch of VHSs growing up, the longer movies, like, Titanic, every fucking household had that double VHS Everybody had that fucking double VHS Titanic. Um, But Godfather... The Godfather films are on two VHS because it's so fucking long. How long do you think was on the first one. Was it like an hour and a half?
1: No, it was 2 hours. It was
0: 2 hours. And so then tonight we watched about an hour and a half. Yeah. Okay. It we... was cuz yeah,
1: it was just shy of 2 hours. It was like it was like an hour 55 or hour 52 or something like that. It, so yeah.
0: Yesterday we watched 2 hours of that movie. I would say that for like an hour and 20 minutes, I was like worried. <laughs> cuz I was like wow. I have no idea what's going on. (laughs) We're in a very specific part of this storyline. It's like eight years later after the first one. And this film was made two years after. So I don't know. I was just like, there's a lot of characters that I don't really remember being in the first one. But they're all just like expected to be in the family. Things are just different.
1: Yeah, this one. I just didn't. Yeah, I didn't catch its wave. Like I did the, fr- I really got like sucked into the world of the first one. From like frame one, like I was locked. I was in. This one, I was like, it was, I was trying. I was trying so hard to be like, to be like, I'm going to get, I'm going to get on this one's level. Like I got to go for the ride like I did with the first one. And I, I, for the longest time, yeah, for like the first tape, I was like, I, I didn't, and I didn't dislike it too. Like no, it just was to just be clear, than but like I it's thought. just not, like I I guess just like hypnotic like the first one this one is more like really pulling me to like like really really work to focus on this one
0: (laughs) yeah it's interesting because this movie if you have not seen this movie and you don't want us to fucking talk about it then go watch it and listen to this later (laughs) obviously we're gonna talk about this movie it's a good one (laughs) but this one decides. This is a fun thing. It decides to go back and look at Vito Corleone. I can. I struggle saying that when I'm stoned so Corleone. bad. Corleone. Corleone. Vito Cor. But sometimes they're like Vito Corleone. Yeah. They do that too. <laughs> um, but we go back and see Vito as like a kid. In Sicily? Mm -hmm. And in Sicily, a child, like, and the crazy mob shit going over there, and then coming to America, and then still getting back involved into it, and then, like, rising to the top. We get to see it, and it's nice, though, because, like, Marlon Brando as the Godfather in The Godfather is fucking astounding. Amazing. But, like... If you've seen The Godfather, you know he dies. This is a way to like bring the character back, and they should have just got Marlon Brando. He probably said no <laughs> because it's old age makeup. He could have played his young self.
1: Yeah, but he's got to play young. He's have like twenty. I guess yeah. It be really hard. Like they have to young him up, and if anybody could, it still could be Brando because he yeah. disappears in all his roles. So like. He could have gone to 20 if they really... want. Like, Dick Smith was doing the makeup again. Yeah. Anything was possible. <laughs> but
0: we get to see his character played by Robert De Niro. Second time on the list. We just saw him in Raging Bull. And, like, having him... This is actually a note I wrote down later. Because... I Oh, actually, no. It's literally my third note. <laughs> um this movie is showing us that De Niro is the modern Brando for 1974. Like, they're like, hey, remember Brando? And you loved him in the first one because he was like the it dude in the fucking 50s? Well, De Niro's that now.
1: Absolutely, I agree. Like, if you say who is, like, the greatest actor you know, ever or or whatever, you would say Brando. And then if you would say who's, like, the best actor of, like, the 70s, you would say De Niro. Like, no question. They really are the next evolution in that kind of movie star.
0: you think Brando's the greatest actor of all time?
1: No, I think a lot of people do think that. Oh,
0: yeah. Because I was like, Bogart's pretty... I feel like he's somebody... Yeah, I think I would
1: probably take, like, a Bogart as, like, the best.
0: Just because, like, we've seen him so many times. Brando, yeah, I don't know. Really good actors. They're just great.
1: Well, Brando just does his, you know, super method thing, and, you know, yeah. it's, it's a different thing, whereas, like, uh, Bunger was <laughs> more, like, old-school acting or whatever. I
0: do not think that De Niro's on the same level as those guys. I think he's a good actor.
1: Well, but you haven't gotten to, like, you haven't gotten a Taxi Driver yet. Which
0: is on this list I've never seen. I movie. think your mind
1: might change a little no, bit after I'm taxi excited.
0: Driver. I want it to change. I want to see the movie that is their peak Nicholson. I want to see them thrive in their fucking surroundings. Like, I don't know, Marlon Brando, which movie? So we saw On the Waterfront, Godfather. do we watch a third one, with Brando?
1: We're going to. Streetcar, but we haven't Oh, I've yet. never
0: seen that one either. Um, But i would say that the godfather is like his standout
1: well we saw him in Apocalypse Now now but I mean,
0: yeah. yeah but i mean like he's barely in that one but i would say a godfather is his role
1: see i would say when i think brando i go to waterfront really that's where my brain like
0: goes. that's if everyone's like Name a like if you're on Family Feud and Steve Harvey, you're in the final last round. It's like, name a Marlon Brando movie. I feel like everyone would say the gods. Everybody
1: would, but my brain goes to waterfront for whatever. I feel reason. like
0: that would be the second one. Where it would go, and then you have to be like, Oh the waterfront But like some people would be like, uh, yeah, uh be Island a... of Doctor John- Virgo
1: <laughs> 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 There'd be like three for it, you know. Because like three people would say that.
0: Absolutely. It three out of you and...
1: Someone we know. <laughs> Someone
0: we have no idea who.
1: I have always heard a lot and probably why this movie is on this list and it's the first sequel, maybe the only sequel on this list. Um, Can you not confirm or deny? <laughs> don't know either. Didn't didn't put in our research. Um, but like, it, I've always sort of been told that it it's not a sequel it's a continuation it's more of the first one so it's not really it's a part it's a true part 2 it's not oh, a yeah, sequel oh yeah it's
0: a continu yeah it is the continued story
1: but but my and argument a is that that is bullshit it's a sequel like it's a sequel
0: yeah any continuation of a story is like a sequel. But I've been
1: told so many times that this is not a sequel it's a sequel it's a sequel
0: it's number 2 it's part 2
1: and i would and my argument doubles with it's a sequel because it contains a prequel if yeah. it didn't contain the prequel then you might be able to convince me that it is a continuation of the story but because it has that prequel element to it i'm like this is a sequel
0: yeah because this they're, is a the, sequel. they're showing us the origin story it's an afterthought like they might have known this before but they didn't plan for it and so they were like we we should tell the story more of that the only things i think that i believe are not sequels are planned things, like Kill Bill Volume 1 and Volume 2. I don't know if I think that's a sequel. That's that's two of the same story.
1: That is not a sequel because that literally was one movie that got cut in half by the studio One because it was too long.
0: It was very long because it's like six hours.
1: But, like, uh, that is... That was made all together. Yes, technically. I cannot confirm or deny that this was made all together with the first one. I don't think it was, though. No,
0: it was two years. I feel like two years, you have a year of great success, and then they're like, I think we should tell more of the story.
1: Even, you know, like, they shot all three of the Lord of the Rings together. I would still consider Two Towers a sequel, though. You know? It's a sequel.
0: I mean, it's a book series, so, like... Yeah, it's a series, so it's a sequel. Yeah. It's a trilogy of but, books. So that but Kill we'll Bill be... is
1: one movie, I think.
0: Yeah, Kill Bill, well, Volume 1, Volume 2, they're, the whole point of each movie is the same. She wants to kill Bill. Yeah. And sh- they introduce like all the characters in the first one, and then we get to the ones in the second. You know, it's like they tell you the whole story in the first one, and you keep seeing it in the second one. It's not like new rules out of nowhere. This is like (laughs) the old, the Godfather dies. uh, Michael rises to the Godfather position now. Like that's how it is. This is eight years later. It's not like right after. I feel like if it was right after, I would kind of take it a little bit more. But it's eight years later. It's like, all right, let's imagine that a lot of shit has gone
1: down sequel (laughs) (laughs) exactly
0: i've never really heard people say that but that's kind of cool
1: yeah i've always heard that and i I disagree (laughs) i think this is a sequel yeah it might be you might be trying to defend it because you want to roll your eyes at sequels but like it's a sequel and you can still like it like
0: oh i love a lot
1: of sequels t2 is the greatest (laughs) sequel uh
0: actually that's a continuation of the story
1: (laughs) that is a sequel it's and it's the greatest movie of all it's number one on the yeah. list it's the greatest movie of all time um <laughs> uh, but like uh i had a question today listeners i do trivia if you don't know this he about me trivia. i host trivia he doesn't at bars just do trivia. not just like in my spare time i this is a job i have i host trivia i had a question today at my trivia uh about the Legend of Curly's Gold. Oh, fuck the it. much talked about on what this podcast. What was question? It was like the Legend of Curly's Gold is the subtitle to the sequel City to what? Slickers. Right. Yes. And I was like, I like made a comment like I prefer that sequel to the original, but I'm a crazy person, so
0: you are not a crazy person. That movie so good.
1: I love this. I love Legend of Curly's Gold. I can watch that movie over and over and over again. It is a delight. I'm looking over at my shelf of movies right now, and I have City Slickers too, but I don't even have the first one. I like the first one. Um, the first one's a great movie, but two, oof.
0: Two is just That's magic. Just a, just
1: a ride, man.
0: Oh, there is just so much fun in that film. So
1: much fun to be had.
0: Thrilling moments. We got, we got fucking Return of Adventures. A switch up of characters. John Lovitz is a whiny little bitch brother. Um, we get some more gold dances by Billy Crystal. Um, what's his face? What's that guy's name? Not Judge Ronald, <laughs> what's his name? Daniel, Daniel Stern. Stern. Daniel Stern is like peak Daniel Sterning. He's mm-hmm. like screaming a lot. Mm-hmm. He's almost like home aloneing mm-hmm. in his actions. And then we get twins. <laughs> Yep. and twins we get even though curly's, curly's dead
1: even though curly's dead we still get more jack balance oh uh,
0: wonderful you can't kill that bitch
1: uh weirdly connected to both treasure of the sierra madre um because yeah. of the dance and that guy was in the first city slickers who's in this movie yes the and-
0: third guy so it's daniel stern billy crystal and the third guy who's, who's not John Love in the first movie is in The Godfather Part 2. Crazy he connection. He in the first one. I'm not sure. I don't remember. I don't remember either. I don't even know who's playing. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> you're great, but you're in, yeah, When Harry Met Sally and, like, all those movies. Oh, so good. City
1: Slickers, man. Love it. First one's good. I like Kirby's Goldmore. That's my theory on sequels. <laughs> That's theory. Another thing that maybe threw me in, like, terms of... uh the sort of flow of the movie and like it's starting off and maybe me not feeling it as much as the first one mm-hmm. for so long once we switch over back because we start with De Niro mm-hmm. and then we switch over to Pacino's story um the eight years later story what like the first chunk of that story is format is all the people at the um what is it the communion or christening no communion right of the little boy christening i thought it was a communion cuz it was the older one right
0: oh i don't i whatever. don't know what that means is don't you have communion every time
1: no you have you like in like second grade or whatever you have to do like communion you're I literally
0: came- asking me i've i didn't
1: but I'm asking if that's what careful. that kid was doing in that movie. <laughs> I
0: have no idea. There was some celebration of him. What at whatever was the beginning? It was. Yeah.
1: The whole format of the beginning is the, all the different people going to see Michael and telling their thing. Yeah. And like we then when we break out of like them talking to him, we sort of get the next person's story of why they're gonna go see him, and then why they're all waiting to, for it. Cut him. two, and then they talk to him, and that's like a good twenty maybe more minute chunk of that section. And I just didn't feel the flow of that sort of story format of just like everyone waiting in line. And that is how we're going to get this introduction to this story here.
0: Here's the thing though. Like I believe the first Godfather film, that's how it starts. There are people talking to him and waiting to talk to him, you know, like it's a similar thing, but <laughs> it's Marlon Brando. And also, he's not really talking that much. And he's like doing the family thing. But it, he's menacing at the same time. And this Michael is just like kind of fucking sad and quiet. And he mumbles more than Marlon Brando does. And the, the whisper talks a lot.
1: Jeez. He would. <laughs>
0: But it's a little complicated because we're watching this on VHS, so we don't have the option of subtitles. So my favorite parts of the movie were actually like when they were speaking Italian or (laughs) like, Mm. I really enjoyed that because I could read what they were saying. Every other moment that Michael was on the fucking screen, I was like, I can't hear a word you're saying. (laughs) Like, dude, no wonder everybody fears you. No one can fucking hear what you're saying. You sound like a crazy man.
1: We were worried that we couldn't hear it. So we cranked it. And even when we cranked it and I heard it, he was speaking mostly like kind of in codes. Not codes, but you know what I mean? Like he wasn't just getting to the point. He was speaking around generalization things generalization
0: so he doesn't have to come out and say it because the whole time he promised Kay in the very beginning that he was going to make the business legit. There's even like a scene between them two, Kay, who is Diane Keaton. We just saw our last movie. It's pretty fun that it's back to back movies. Yeah, back
1: And she doesn't really have a lot to do here. She's kind of she's no. not in. She's only in chunks. She definitely does turns the plot a certain way, but like she's not super in this one.
0: Yeah, and like he promised her that he was gonna make the business legit in five years, and she's like, "It's been fucking seven years, dude. Like I'm so over this shit." And he's like, "I know, I know." And it's just like he's realizing that like. He's been holding back because everybody's starting to kind of step on him at the same time. And he's like, fuck, I got to full on, like, unleash the thunder (laughs) on these bitches. Because, like, I keep trying to, like, kind of be silent about it and not give direct orders. But, like, imply some shit. And it's not working because people don't fucking respect him. And he, like, there's a hit on him and everything. Like... It's bad for him, so he has to fucking start cracking skulls.
1: Yeah, but like
0: he can't do it; <laughs> he has to make people do it.
1: The 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 crazy part of this movie that makes the most interesting threadline of the movie is that his brother, Fr- 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 Frodo. <laughs> <laughs> it's Fredo. Fredo puts a a, a hit out on him. Not necessarily on purpose.
0: Yeah, his... Um... He
1: sort of talked into giving his location type thing. Yeah. Um. But yeah, and that sort of is the reason that all this in his story goes down is because his brother almost got him killed. So that's kind of like the main through line of his story. And that that's what kept me going.
0: Yeah, we're jumping ahead a little bit because uh, Fredo, you don't know the Fredo thing until no. like the second tape
1: no the end of the first tape remember oh yeah that, that's the scene oh my
0: gosh that scene is amazing where oh man like he the whole time him. you know because like someone asked a question in a scene before and fredo's fucking face i'm like fredo you guilty motherfucker i knew it was fredo all along i did remember that from like when I saw it, I mm-hmm. remembered like the bigger picture items. Like I remembered stuff about Kay, the baby, Remember, mm-hmm. I was you like knew that was coming, you knew yeah. she was
1: gonna get whacked. Yeah. <laughs> not killed, not like uh no, like, like I knew she was get whacked, but punched. <laughs> I
0: knew that she like it wasn't a miscarriage. Like I knew all yeah. this stuff about it. Like the big things that made him crazy, I remembered.
1: And see actually literally my next note is I don't remember a lot of this stuff.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I don't remember much from the beginning. Like, the little side stories of, like, the guy who is kind of fucking him over. And then he's finally, like, look, you're going to fucking do this. And then, like, he gets the loyalty. And you see that in the second half of the film. Like, when (laughs) he's, like, on trial and shit. Mm. Like, the mafia is going down. Like, but out of nowhere because he starts to put the muscle on people he gets everybody's respect back and they like stand up for him and it's just like dude shouldn't have done that because now everybody's dead
1: <laughs> and you're and you are the monster that you did never wanted to become you've
0: been trying not, like you loved and respected your father so much but you like couldn't be that and then you're like fuck i'm a i don't even know if you loved
1: and respected him because we saw that scene at the end where he like didn't even greet him for the surprise party he might have He just wanted nothing to do with any of this, and now he's that. He's that monster. Before,
0: I think there was always a strained relationship, but there was, like, a respect because, like, that's your father, that's your elder, but, like, he knew he was different or whatever, but it's almost like he was running from falling into that trap, and then when he was reunited with him in the first one, he, like, understood what his father and like the the people who loved him and why they loved him is because he really does care about family. And that's what Michael also does. He like makes sure like the sister is just a fucking mess because she's dating another dude, like fresh divorce and everything. And he's like, live with us. I'll take care of your kids. He's basically like trying to keep everybody in line and everybody's like, you're controlling but, like, in his fucked up brain, he's like, this is the only way I can protect all of you. It's to keep you close and out of trouble. But it's like, he's doing it in a very shady fucking way.
1: By the end, he kills his brother. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. <laughs> and that's the end of the movie. <laughs> Dude,
0: just talking a little bit about violence, because the Godfather always does violence pretty fucking well. Yeah. Um, The story of, like... Vito's background, Vito is Marlon Brando, and in this situation, De Niro, we see him as a child, <laughs> and like the Don over there, uh Don Chichi.
1: Mm-hmm. Chichi,
0: right? That was Chichio. It's it says Chichio every time. I think it's the way it's pronounced. I can't do it. It's like O Like Chi. But it sounds like they say Chi-Chi all the time. So excuse me for my horrible pronunciation, but I'm going to call him Chi-Chi. Chi-Chi. (laughs) Don Chi-Chi (laughs) was like, I can't have your family fucking getting revenge on me because I killed someone. And then he kills one of the kids. And then the woman's like, please spare my son. And he's like, he's going to come and fuck me over one day. Or he's going to have kids and they're going to fuck me over one day. And she's like, no. So she fucking tries (laughs) to kill him and tells the kid to run. And Don Chi-Chi just takes a fucking shotgun and And blows that mom away. (laughs) It is so, like, insanely cartoonish Yeah. that it's like, whoa, that's fucked up. (laughs) I I just love that they start with a bang, literally. And they're like, look at how fucked up the Godfather's life was.
1: Yeah, this is, like, I wrote down, and I don't think this is necessarily the case, but, like, it was a way for me to, like, remember this. I just wrote down uh, from zero to hero. Yeah. It's not really a hero, but, like, they are showing he that He is he's, in
0: his own community, I would
1: say. Well, until he becomes kind of the monster yeah, of the yeah. mob or whatever, but, like, because revenge. And then all these guys are driven by revenge. That's why, that's what turns them into the monsters. Yeah. You said that during the movie. Um, but, like... He literally come they're showing that he comes from nothing he gets just dropped off here in america on his own with nothing to his name and because like he stands up to the guy he kills the guy mm. that's bullying the community like he rises up and becomes you know the number one guy but like so he he literally they make the effort to show that he comes from nothing and oh, become yeah. something.
0: And he's like the nicest guy, but like you can see when he's being so nice and calm and understanding about people just taking fucking advantage of him. He's like doing it strategically. Like he gets fired because like the Don in the area needs that guy's job for his like nephew or some shit. Mm-hmm. And so like that's not fair. He's going to lose his job, but he's like doesn't get mad and he's like, you've done so much for me, like, don't worry about it. And that guy is just so blown away by, like, how he's behaving Mm -hmm. that he's, like, so grateful and, like, wants to give him gifts, but he's like, no, like, just remember this. that Mm -hmm. It's like his actions are really gonna fucking make everyone root for him. And so, like, when he ends up murdering the guy, the Donna, who is an awful person, like during that firework scene, that scene's amazing. That is definitely the second half of the movie. I don't have many notes for the first half of the movie. I just was, like, watching it, trying to absorb it and, like, pay attention. Whereas the second movie, there were, like, moments where I was, like, really engrossed in. hmm Yeah.
1: Like, I bet, mean, weirdly, my, my, I have more notes for the first half. Well, than, let's jump into it. Than the second half, because, like, I don't know. I was just having so many thoughts during the first half of it, Um, including one that I don't even know what this means. I just wrote down too much hair.
0: Too much hair. What do you think that means? Who? Who had too much hair?
1: There was a woman.
0: Oh, was it Fredo's wife? (laughs) Her big blonde hair?
1: No. There was a woman. Was it in the... uh... Is it the sister? I think it was in the De Niro segment. There was some woman standing there, and she just had the longest hair. And I was like, that's too much hair. Early on, when we see this communion scene or whatever, I just had the thought, uh, we talked about it, like, man, religion's weird. Yeah, like, where, we- like, a
0: fucking dude just, like, puts a cracker into your mouth, like, his hands touch your mouth. Like, that just grosses me While out so While you, like, bad. kneel
1: in front of him, yeah, like, it's in really a weird, gross. like... Like, we didn't have to do that, you know? Like, somebody made that up one day and was like, they're going to lean in front of him and then he's going to reach into his mouth and drop a little cracker in there.
0: (laughs) It's so bizarre. It's like, just have a basket and we all grab one. Like, it's not...
1: Or or don't. Like, you know, you're going to, like, worship. Why are we going to pass crackers around? (laughs) Like... You guys know you're, like, making the rules, right? So, like, make the rules and not make them be fucking weird, like... Yeah, I don't
0: understand, like, I know there's, like, people who are religious, like, it's okay. (laughs) Like, we're not... We get it. (laughs) We understand, but, like, think about it in, like, a non-religious... Take a step back
1: (laughs) and just be like, why do you have to do all that shit? Like, I don't know. I was raised... I went to Catholic school.
0: Yeah, so you have thoughts. You have and very strong. Thoughts.
1: I personally hate all that shit, and it like, just like, because I did nine years of school of it, it like put something inside me that just like is just rage. So like, I hate all that shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah,
0: the crackers and the, the little boy are weird. <laughs> it's fucking
1: weird. Like they make a they make an effort to kind of show, and we know this from the last movie that like the intent. When these guys start is always to be good. Yeah. And I think Vito more so because in the second tape I wrote down that Vito starts off even more kind of noble, mm-hmm. where he's like he protects that old woman in the building. like he yeah. was, he is definitely like like a, a Robin Hood kind of, yeah, savior to the neighborhood. You know he's protecting these the poor people or whatever or town. He starts off I think more noble noble than Michael does because Michael just doesn't want to do it because he's afraid <laughs> yeah. of what it'll become and he wants to go legit but he obviously doesn't. Um. So but the intent is always to be good and then I, I immediately wrote down after that like they don't start out as monsters. They both they like, paint such a picture of them being like nice guys, yeah. good guys. That just get caught up in the world of it.
0: They want to be the hero, but, like, maintaining that heroic image, it fades over time, so you have to keep upping yourself. And it's like, your expectations are just always rising. And you can't do it unless you fucking break rules. But then that makes problems everywhere. And that's why, like crazy mafia families like that. There's always something going down. Like it's just not practical for the long run. Think of how many like I would say coups have happened. Right. It's almost like they need to happen so that it like resets the playing field every like couple decades. It's like this person has like risen as far as they fucking go without becoming volatile. Yeah. So then they're taken out and then there's like a new ranking order. And then like that gradually goes up over time. It's crazy. It like resets. I feel like.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: And no matter what, I mean, that can be like a metaphor for anything like government and all that stuff. It's just like when you're on a certain path, even if you have good intentions, extreme will always kill it. Mm -hmm. It will destroy it.
1: Yeah, man. And I think that's what this movie's about.
0: That's why this movie's the greatest film.
1: (laughs) I've come around to it. I've come around entirely to it.
0: (laughs) What's another note?
1: Uh, I'm catching up. So you got another one?
0: (laughs) Well, I mentioned the fireworks scene when Vito, like, kills for the first time. He, like, takes out the Don that's, like fucking muscling everybody into just paying him money for no reason every month yeah um so he does it and then right after that dynamic scene it like fades to black for a second like for a long pause Mm -hmm. (laughs) and so matt was just immediately like is this a commercial break (laughs) and so it was dark for so long my brain was like oh i wonder wonder what's in a wonder ball remember those fucking things we didn't really talk about it i sang it and we laughed but they were chocolate with candy. I did not like Wonder Balls. <laughs> they
1: were chocolate, chocolate with either more candy, candy or a toy inside, too. Oh, yeah, sometimes they had, or.
0: like, a tattoo. like a Tattoo, yeah. yeah.
1: Those are fun. When they got cheaper, they were always tattoos. But when they first came out, they were, like, little mini oh, yeah, they action had, like, figure things. I feel
0: like they had, like, a mini Jack set in there or something weird, like...
1: They put all kinds of weird shit in the original run. Of the yeah, but like
0: then those like weird cheap candies on the inside. I hated those. Those are really gross. And the chocolate started tasting weird. Anyways, but the Wonder Ball happened, and Matt was just like, "What are they playing this on Nickelodeon?" And I was like, "Think about it. When we were fucking kids, I saw this when I was eleven. I was watching Nickelodeon around 10, 11 years old. Of course I was. I was watching Naked Night. So imagine." godfather 2 on nick at night
1: and i i was like you know what though like in the 90s yeah like it was it was like uh you have your rugrats and Doug <laughs> Fresh, and and well, the and then and then it becomes nick at night and then and it goes from that stuff to nick at night which is like mork and mindy and happy days and all that yeah. stuff Gets to be around midnight, and they're like, "Well, we're gonna play a fucking movie for adults now because it's Nick at Night." and <laughs> you know, Godfather Two would be on or something randomly. Absolutely,
0: because I said uh, up tonight is Fresh Prince of Bel Air, followed by Godfather Two, and that didn't seem weird. Like, yes, obviously Nick at Night never did this, but like I wouldn't have been surprised. In our last podcast, we talked about so much how like in high school they just played random fucking movies like in their classes. In our yeah. classes. And, like, when we were kids, we were just exposed to, like, so much, like, regular content for the, like, adult masses that we've seen a lot of movies. Like, I really hope my, like, nephews get to experience that.
1: Well, our generation, like, the 90s, I think in particular, we were raised, like, kind of on TV. Yeah. Like, we were raised with, like, TV all the time. And, like, only the daytime was for us. So anything on past like seven o'clock was for adults, and we just saw it. You know what I mean? Like, and
0: all the family shows were like really heavy.
1: Yeah, like any like any adult drama movie, you know, whatever was on, like we just saw it because it was like we were just because it was seven o'clock didn't mean we weren't watching TV anymore or that like the TV wasn't on at the house anymore. Yeah, I hundred percent agree with that. Like, I wouldn't be too far off. Yeah. And that's probably how I saw it or whatever. Well, I think, I honestly think I saw it on, like... TNT? Like a HBO or something like that. But, know. it, again, it wasn't weird to just, like, have HBO on all day yeah. at the house. If I you didn't were have
0: HBO growing up.
1: Well, we had the black box. Should I say that? Is that le- Is it still illegal?
0: There are... You could say whatever you want.
1: <laughs> like no,
0: like we all had that like weird mysterious box. We had the like the weird. You had the one you,
1: you had to put the cards in. Ours wasn't the cards. It was just a receiver that just yeah, picked but them the all cards up. Cards
0: were like all fucked up, so like we could just do whatever. Like the channels I got on the world's largest TV. I don't know that big screen TV must have weighed a metric ton.
1: I used to think that. My- How
0: did they get it in our house?
1: The TV that I had in my house, I swear to God, they had for, like, 10 years. <laughs> yeah, they could it. They had move for, it. like, 13 years or something like that. Like the t- I used to think it was so big. I bet if I saw that thing today, Small. it's probably, like, a fourth of our TV. And not saying, like, we've got, like, even no. the biggest TV now. <laughs> like, but it's just
0: so thin. Like, I could pick it up with, like... <laughs>
1: that's true i'm not talking about thinness i'm talking about it being the screen oh, size yeah. is probably so small in comparison nowadays to how big no they make ours
0: them. was enormous it was like the one on the ground <laughs> it was very crazy
1: oh like just looking at young el pacino and knowing what he kind of turns into it it's almost like two different people yeah i'm talking the actor let's not even let's not even talk about the godfather for a second Al Pacino in The Godfather is like a certain actor in my brain. Yeah. And it was all the movies Pacino was in in the 70s. Somewhere in the 80s, he becomes like Al Pacino. Scarface. <laughs> yeah, pretty Starface much.
0: Scarface happened, and then that was Al Pacino. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like,
0: that's just who he was.
1: Yeah. Because, <laughs> like, he, which I just, you know, I'm just picturing because it's De Niro Pacino again, but like, uh, heat was in 95 so it's only 20 years after this movie
0: mm.
1: a different person yeah <laughs> in 20 years he has become something completely he's different he's
0: in a movie with de niro heat yeah you've never seen heat? i've never seen heat
1: Ooh, heat should be i would bet i would bet heat would be on a redo of this really list. Yeah. Well, that's crazy it's because a they're both in this film but banger. they
0: don't interact because it's Scrampa. <laughs>
1: and and Heat, they only have one scene together. Oh. So, it's like the thing. Is they're in it grandpa? together. <laughs> they're in it together, but they only have one scene where they are together.
0: Oh, that's pretty fun. Yeah, no, he became <laughs> he became a very specific almost like a caricature of himself like that Again, when we were growing up, like everybody said, this was the best movie. And then when people do impressions of Al- if you were to do an impression of Al Pacino, you would do that Scarface crazy fucking,
1: hoo-ah! Like all you had yeah. to
0: do was just do that.
1: And know you know And you would know what you're talking about.
0: It's like the Christopher Walken thing. Like people, you can yeah. do their. thing And we're
1: gonna see Chris, young Christopher Walken, soon too, because we're gonna That's watch something. Deer Hunter.
0: Well, I've never seen that either,
1: and we're gonna see probably a different Christopher Walken then too. Oh, I'm
0: thrilled! I love seeing like r- young versions of like actors who are still around today, but are like quite old in their acting career.
1: Like we see Robert Duvall in this, we see James Conn in this. I mean, James Con only for a second uh, when they're yeah to because, go back in time yeah, or whatever. The first one, <laughs> uh, but like when, you when did, they when go you,
0: back in time, can you imagine the look? Like, time, time travel. <laughs>
1: It's time travel, Godfather, everybody. <laughs>
0: oh my gosh, that would be amazing, Godfather 4. Lost back in, in time. time back, back in time, you have yeah, lost in time. Lost in time. Better title.
1: When I picture James Khan or Robert Duvall now, I picture old them. Yeah. Their careers definitely went different ways because like, when I picture old James Caan, I picture like elephant the las vegas show and like when i picture it's true and then when i picture robert duvall i picture like uh what is second it second Lions? yeah that's what i picture so like uh to me there's they're just old versions yeah doing a new bit whereas pacino is a different person entirely
0: yeah but we were talking about this we just saw um once upon a time in hollywood mm-hmm Tarantino movie. Of course we're going to watch it. We're kind of having like a a casual Tarantino marathon. We're watching all of them. Like I hadn't seen some of them so we're going through just all of them because there's not that many. Well, Directed, produced, it... and written by. Right. So we're doing it all. Everything that he's involved in. And it's a fun time. So we had to see the new one and Pacino is in it for a very short time. But it, we both agreed that it was the most, like, alive he's been in a while.
1: <laughs> it's the most, like, awake I've seen him in the last, like, uh, like ten years. I
0: love the character he was choosing. Yeah. It's um, wonderful. Oh, we gotta watch Ocean's 13.
1: Yeah, I just picked it up. Remember, I just, I just brought it home.
0: It. Can you watch it tonight? Uh, no, it's too late. Too late. <laughs> um,
1: but, uh, I, and I still like Pugino. He did that, remember that movie where he was, like, the aging musician, and I he never stayed in a hotel that. or whatever. I Danny skipped, something.
0: I skipped all of those movies for like the past seven years that were about an aging mu- musician. I skipped them all.
1: <laughs> With good reason because most of them I were garbage. I didn't see that
0: Jeff Bridges one which I wanted to see. Uh, Crazy Heart. It's okay. I didn't Crazy see okay. Lulun Davis.
1: That's not an aging musician. He's kind of still young.
0: But isn't there an old man in it? I'm sure. I think, like, the dad is involved. Like, I didn't think Bruce that one Stern was great either. Some <laughs> I don't shit. think Bruce Dern's in movie. But... Bruce Dern's in fucking every movie. I don't know. <laughs> um, you know what I'm saying? Like, I just skipped all of those.
1: <laughs> yeah, but I, I like that Al Pacino one because it was the low-stakes one, where it wasn't like he was, like, you know, dying and, like, had yeah. to... He might have still died at the end. I don't remember. But, like, <laughs> but like uh... He wasn't. It wasn't like some big, deep drama redemption story thing. It yeah. was more just like light, fluffy. Like I'm not gonna be an asshole anymore. <laughs> kind yeah, of movie. No.
0: Pacino, though, like I'm hoping that this role. I mean, Tarantino knows what to do with certain actors. Like he's just really good about it. So maybe the role just was really catered for him. Um, again, it's a very small role, but like when we left, I was like, you know, who I was really like stoked to see. Al Pacino like yeah. and I Just never like there think was a, that. There was
1: a light there again that we haven't seen in a while.
0: It's pretty fun I recommend going to see that movie man it's pretty good <laughs> uh, but also what's pretty good is Fredo. I'm going to talk about him again I have no memory of us like doing the podcast for The Godfather because it was like over a year ago when we did it which is insane because we've only done 30 episodes
1: <laughs> but it, it's been a year
0: um but I'm sure we talked about Fredo, and I Oh, I probably still have the notes in here.
1: Oh, look at you! Well, I, hold on. I threw away all my old notebook <laughs> notes.
0: <laughs> you monster!
1: I just don't need them. They just taking up space in my notebook, yeah.
0: Let's see. Um. Oh, my last note for the first Godfather film was K. Do not trust him. Yeah. I told her. You warned her. She didn't listen.
1: She didn't listen to you. You told her in the last podcast. If only she was a subscriber, (laughs) (laughs) she would have warned. So, guys, you got to subscribe because we're going to warn you of scary things coming in your futures.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Okay, girl. It's fucked up. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I don't really have any specific notes about Anything on the first Godfather? I think it's because we just watched. We just sat and watched the movie. Yeah, because it was fucking delightful. Like all of it's just compliments for the movie. But yeah, Fredo is so good, and I'm sure we talked about it a little bit because I do remember we looked it up. um It's an actor named John either Cazale or I think it's Cazale. Cazale. I think Um, I heard somebody say that before. He he was only in five films. um He decided to keep acting even though he was diagnosed with lung cancer. And he was in five films and they were all nominated for Academy Awards, like for Best Picture. This guy fucking was amazing. And I'm very excited because he's also in Deer Hunter. Yeah. Yeah. So that's one of the five films he's in. So it's like The Godfather, The Godfather. We're going to see three of the five. So I feel like we need to watch the other two. Well, I have
1: Dog Day Afternoon over here.
0: Wonderful.
1: Because I've never seen that. And I feel like I have to. And yeah. I feel like I would like it a lot. I just want to um, like kind
0: of compare his performances. And like, it's really sad though, because it's like he could, like he was probably one of the best actors of that time. Like, I, I feel like it's so sad because he passed away. People don't really talk about him in the film. Like people talk about Brando. And Diane Keaton and Pacino and like, um, uh, Con James Khan. They talk about all of these people, but like no one's talking about that guy because he's not memorable because he's not like repeatedly in our like. He's not. He didn't site. become.
1: Yeah, he didn't become part of. He like, was only
0: in five movies, yeah. so it's like he's not as famous. But that's crazy because like people like James Dean, he wasn't in that many movies, <laughs> right?
1: Right. He's only three.
0: Yeah. So, but he's so iconic, like Fredo. <laughs> john Cazale didn't like go past that and that's so tragic because like his fucking performance i remember lo- loving him in the first one this one it blew me the fuck away that moment i mean yeah that they have that like amazing scene when michael's just like i fucking know it was you and he gives him like a huge kiss on new year's and it's so emotional like, you broke my heart. You broke my heart, Fredo. And then he like kisses. It's so sad. And I was like, wow, that's a powerful scene. But then Fredo comes around and give because that's almost like a, that's Pacino's moment. Right. It's on him. It's incredible. That dark, depressing scene where he's just laying in that chair. And, Paci- and he's like kind of explaining like. He's finally telling him that he had a part in it and he didn't mean to but like it just worked out that way and he felt such like regret and dread and he was so fucking depressed and everything and then fucking Pacino or Michael is just like you're fucking out of this family. Like I never want to fucking see you again and it like destroys him because this whole family the only thing they have is family.
1: That's all they ever had. Yeah. The
0: only thing. And so Fredo was so devastated. His fucking acting is so good in that scene.
1: Yeah, I, I recommend uh, it, that you guys check out the documentary about really him. See it. You got to see it. That's how I've heard of him too because I'd seen the two Godfather movies, but I have never seen The Conversation. Do you remember what it's called? Uh, no. Uh, I had never seen The Conversation. I had never seen Dog Day Afternoon. I had never seen Deer Hunter. So like... I didn't know this guy. Yeah. So like it was a fascinating documentary because I only seen the Godfather movies at that point. Uh, So I I highly recommend it. Uh, Ashley's going to find the name of it for you here.
0: I Knew It Was You is the documentary on his life and career. And there's like a bunch of... Uh, a bunch of actors who were in it talking. I think De Niro talks in it, but also Meryl Streep. It's like people who talk about how influential he was, either on a personal level or like just acting wise. And it's like crazy how many actors
1: that like, looked were, up to this guy. Yeah, were influenced amazing. by
0: his craft. And he was only in five. Yeah. I mean, he was a theater actor before, but like the things that he was recognized for Are were the, the films.
1: So yeah, I recommend that. Documentary. It's very good. It's very, very good.
0: Yeah, I want to see it. Hold on.
1: So we switched tapes. We put in the second tape. So we watched We watched that one today. Yeah. That's the one we had on today. And, like, I didn't even realize that I wrote the day before. Uh, I don't remember a lot of this stuff because I wrote down again with the second tape that I don't remember this movie. <laughs> because I, I was also convinced yesterday, too, that I was like, well, I'm going to know the second half of the movie so much more. I've seen the second half probably more. And other than the very end of the movie, which I remember... I don't think I had even seen, like, the second half of this, like, movie that, like, uh, like... If it was cut into thirds, you would know just, like, the f-
0: part three.
1: Not even. I would know, like, the last half hour. Like a quarter? The yeah. last quarter? Yeah. Really? I just second don't... Tape, I don't remember this movie.
0: Second tape, I would say, I didn't know the first 30 minutes on that second tape. So maybe, like, the last hour. If it's a three hour and 20 minutes movie, I remember the last, like hour
1: <laughs> yeah i don't remember any of this movie well, i don't think i, I've seen this I started one more at all. i started
0: like saying all the things that i was pretty certain were gonna happen
1: yeah i mean and you were right you definitely did but like, but yeah, i couldn't me?
0: remember them specifically i just like had it was almost like the plot was in my memory but like i didn't remember how it played out or when it was going to happen
1: and and the other the other thing that like Maybe because why, why I didn't remember it as much that I wrote down right before it when I when we you know popped in that second tape that this one just doesn't move as effortlessly mm-hmm. as the first one does. The first one I I I still wouldn't say I felt the runtime of this because there's so much happening all the time that you don't really feel like the runtime it's never Oh just no, sitting. it's pretty
0: rapid because last um, night we were pretty tired and we started it late, but we're like, you know what? Let's just go ahead and try and get half of this movie done so we can do the podcast tomorrow and we'll just watch. We literally were like, let's just try and watch like an hour of it, like half of what was on the first tape. We fucking got through the full two hours and it it was fine.
1: But for whatever reason, though, it just doesn't move As as effortlessly as the first one. The first one, like I said, the first one always has this hypnotic quality about it, where you can't. And maybe it's sort of the world building, which is always my favorite aspect of these type of movies. True. Once we get to the playing in the world we built, I'm not as interested as the section in which we built the world. <laughs> I feel
0: like the first film was so, like, good about letting us get to know every single character, like James Khan as Sonny is like such a powerful role and we know the tension within the family and his decisions. And then like the whole big thing is like when his character dies, fucking Marlon Brando as the Godfather, like there's a scene where he's just crying and it's like, I feel bad. And I'm like, yeah, I think Sonny's a crazy piece of shit in a way but he is doing it to protect the family. Like you all these fucking men have like the same flaw, but in different intensity levels. It's insane.
1: It's like that, it's the family curse.
0: It is. Like it's so fucking sad. And it's like they lose so much. They are so concerned with like prolonging the power and the security of their family. That they literally destroy it from within.
1: But I think the thing that makes uh, Al Pacino in this movie even more tragic...
0: Oh, God, it's so sad. Is that
1: he kills his brother. So, like, literally, the the whole thing is, like, Marlon Brando's a monster to protect his family... But now, like Michael is even worse. He because was afraid he's of killing, his but family. he is killing his own family. And he was literally afraid of becoming Marlon Brando. He, but instead, he became worse because now he's killing it. So now he's cursed to just be the worst possible version of this story. He
0: has lost his fucking wife. He pushed his wife away, and is refusing the children to like see her or be with her. Right. Him. So, like, those relationships are shattered. The son was, like, connecting more with Fredo. Fredo's going to be gone. What do you think? That relationship is going to be shattered. The little girl, she's not going to be worth the dynasty because they're so obsessed with male heirs that she doesn't have a fucking relationship with her father. Shattered. Yeah. <laughs> the sister... Fr- Fredo's
1: literally dead. The sister
0: <laughs> just, like fucking nutted up because she's been so fucking against like Michael being like at the head of the family. She's pissed. She's like, what the fuck? I got to bow to him. I can't like talk to my brother because now he's like royalty. Basically he, she nutted up and was so quiet and like calm and begged her brother to fucking let their other brother come back to the family because their mom died and they, it's just so emotional and so he just lets him back in, and he fucking has him killed. So she is going to be fucking absolutely done.
1: Yeah, they're they're just going to hate each other. Forever. Like, you
0: know, it's crazy. But here's the now thing. That makes
1: me want to see part three. Part three. <laughs> I have seen see that
0: one time in that marathon, and I liked it. But I have no memory of it. So we absolutely are going to do a mini episode when we watch part three. Absolutely. We're going to watch part three. Because we got to let you know if it's like kind of worth continuing because like the first movie is a perfect fucking movie. You absolutely need to watch it. Being high is pretty fun because you're like, wow, this movie's so good. Second one, it's a little hard to follow for a little bit if you're stoned. (laughs) But I think in general, I think it's just like they were trying to do something and it was a little clunky in the start, but it has those great qualities that the first one has. It's like still pretty authentic. And the end is amazing. <laughs> Very good. It's depressing as fuck. Yeah. And so the third one makes me think that they're going to, like, kind of touch on some of these things. And I, I, it's, I'm it's i sure when once we start watching, I'm going to remember some of those weird things.
1: Yeah, and I haven't, uh, I've never seen it. So that'll be interesting.
0: It gets so fucking bad that, like, <laughs> the relationship with him and Kay, like his wife, <laughs> she's just like, I gotta leave you said you were gonna fucking stop and, like, I don't love you. I'm miserable as fuck. Like, this is terrible. I'm gonna take the kids. And he's like, um, don't you know that it's impossible for you to leave me? It's impossible for you to take my kids. Like, I wouldn't, I would never allow it because, like, you're the things that I want. Like, they're possessions or whatever. Like, that's what he's owed to. Yeah. And, like, The way he's fucking saying it to her in, like, the craziest, like, glint in his eye is basically, like, don't you know that I'd fucking kill you if you left or took my kids? Right. Like, that is the tone. And it's just, like, you are so... And she keeps saying it, like, over and over and over again. Like, you're blind. Like, he is so far gone. He cannot see anything that's important anymore. He's just, like... I have to maintain this sense of what I've been striving for. And if it's not exactly like how I planned it to be, like happily married with a kid with multiple sons to take over the business, like in a happy little bubble with full control, everything is shit. And it's like falling apart around him. Crazy.
1: Yeah one of the things that I just like broke down like when I just like I don't know stuck with me when we were watching it and the second tape uh was like the moment because a whole chunk of this movie the second half here is in like courtrooms and like not, it's a not chunk. that many times it's like, a ch- but it's a chunk it's, yeah it's, it's, a, it's, a it's not of... just like a that's it's a new plot like... point yeah um and uh the guy is, they find the witness that's going to, that, you know, already gave a statement or whatever that was going to give him up because he was shot by him or whatever. But the look of that other old man when he walks into the courtroom that just makes him change his mind to not say yeah. anything. That was fucking hilarious. Like, this, that guy just looks at him and he's like, I'm not going to say anything.
0: He's like, dude, I, I'll just do a little bit of, like, backtracking and make it sound all crazy, and then everybody lost their mind. Yeah. Oh, just because t- of
1: the look of, a, of the other old guy. You
0: know what almost, like, broke my heart more than him, like, destroying the relationship between, like, him and his wife and, like, his kids and his brother and, like, everything. What felt, like, the saddest was, like, after all this was happening and he's just seething in his own, like, fucking insanity and paranoia. <laughs> fucking... Robert Duvall's character, who has been a loyal fucking servant to his dad, and then, you know, like, he's, yeah. he's in the family. He is number two. Yeah. He is not blood, but he is number two, right? He's right. not, like, related. No, it? It he's like of, the step. Yeah. He, the fact that Michael is just, like, you got a job offer to go to Vegas. You're leaving with your family, blah, blah, blah. And it's so hostile. And he's like, dude, I turned that offer down. And he's like, why didn't you say anything? He's like, do I have to fucking like, tell you everything that happens? And he's like, it's still business. So it's like he has to know about everything that's going on. And it's like, he is your closest ally.
1: But well, there's an aspect to it where like, he when he saw that he might be going to jail, oh, yeah. Robert DeVa might have just started asking around like, you know where I could go if this goes down. <laughs> like, His face
0: <laughs> says to me that he was considering taking it and hadn't answered yet, and that when he was like that, he was like, "I turned it down," and then he's like, "You're staying," and he's like, "I'm staying." There was a hesitation, yeah. but it was almost like he might not have ever taken the offer, but he was thinking about it. Was,
1: it was it was a little bit more, real and the thing fact for him.
0: that he had a moment where he was like. That I feel like under Marlon Brando, if all this shit was happening, if Vito was like I or or like the same drama was happening and he got that offer with Vito, I feel like he'd consider it, but be like, no, he's treated me so well after all this time. You know, like he would be like, No man, I like turn that down away. But because it's Michael and how unhinged he is. He was like thinking about it.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Because, like, this guy's going to fucking fuck himself and then everyone around him. Yeah. He will throw everyone. Yeah. He's a He's wolves. worse than. He's yeah, worse
1: than. Yeah. He's far. Ever was.
0: Far more unhinged. And I think it's because there's like. He wants to be different. But he's like falling into the same traps and he's like fighting against it so hard that he's like making more of a mess for himself.
1: Yep. Uh one other thing that is just tied to the Senate or whatever mm-hmm. whatever meetings that they were having, little committee meetings or whatever that at the courtroom. Uh one of the guys interviewing him is Roger Corman. Uh legendary yeah. B movie director, Roger it's Corman. Fun um didn't know he was in this In just was, a bit part but was like,
0: that like the ham who was like kind of basically giving a speech on equality and shit? no it was just no? like
1: one of the other guys that had like two questions and then oh, they okay. didn't really focus on him too much but he was there and it was like roger corman's unmistakable voice like <laughs> that's pretty fun um but like yeah no it was cool and like it's because uh francis ford coppola came from doing Roger Corman movies originally, so he's just giving him a...
0: Yeah, they're friends.
1: Being like, a, hey, like James Gunn when he puts Lloyd Kaufman in his movies, you know, like... Yeah. James Gunn's doing Disney movies now, but Lloyd Kaufman's still in them, you know, this is, is that same really? kind of... Yeah, he was in Guardians of the Galaxy. He had, like, a cameo in it.
0: That movie doesn't really count. I feel like was everybody was in it. <laughs> <laughs> no,
1: but I mean, like, it's... It's him high-fiving, like, the person who helped him get there. Yeah. It was no, that, that's great. It's cool to see Roger Corman well, in The Godfather part, too. <laughs> I think
0: it's funny. It's, like, the theme of The Godfather. It's, like, you keep those people The family. Close. Yeah, if <laughs> <laughs> you did me a favor, I'm going to re- return the favor. Yeah. Like, and, like, that's even the great line. It's I think Vito said, he's, like, you ask around in this neighborhood, I'm very good at returning favors. Mm-hmm. And, like, that's what makes him so powerful. It's great. It's actually great that they, like, See, that's why this movie... I think this is why so many people enjoy it is because they're literally playing the parallel of, like, the success story of Vito next to... (laughs) The downfall of The downfall of his son. Like... Yeah. You don't get a lot of Vito, but, like, you get those special moments of him, like, fucking crushing it. And it's so good. It's really dark because, like, my last note for the whole thing is, like, Vito gutted chichi (laughs) chicho (laughs) whatever his name is he like the final it's not the final moment in that like kind of wrap-up but like the thing that made him the godfather in a sense he did all the groundwork he like gained everyone's trust and was so like selfless for so long and then he fucking kills the horrible guy the villain in charge and he takes a blade and just cuts through his whole like front torso yeah it's chilling
1: <laughs> yeah he just kind of zips them up you know yeah it just goes across it
0: reminds them. me oh my god that fucking green rooms <laughs> if you don't know what i'm talking about you should rent the movie green room if you want to fucking be disturbed beyond belief
1: that movie's a banger oh a shit one. i think everybody who listens to this will have seen that movie though. Oh, <laughs> I think okay, that's our that audience green room, like... <laughs> I, think, I think we're preaching to our audience here <laughs> oh
0: woof it's <laughs> Crazy. It's a
1: pretty wackadoo time.
0: But I will say that I really enjoy the Vito storyline. I really do like the Robert De Niro storyline. It's simple. I know what it's about. In the first half of the movie, I think that was the thing that was getting me through. Because, like, I knew where it was going because I've seen the end.
1: <laughs> uh huh. Yeah. I mean, that kind of that kind of wraps up my section of it. We can. We can move on to uh, munchy Time.
0: Munchy Time. Munchy Time.
1: Everybody's favorite segment. What did you munch on this time?
0: Okay, I really want to praise a beverage. A wonderful beverage. Growing up, I never really liked Swiss Miss hot chocolate. Because, like, I have a Southern grandmother. She would make homemade hot chocolate. Like, cocoa powder, like, on the stove, simmering. Like, really good, rich, hot chocolate. So, when I had Swiss Miss packets, they always just like tasted really flat and sad to me. And I didn't like it. But now, I've had the dark chocolate Swiss Miss with almond milk. <laughs> and ob- oh, I bet vanilla almond milk would be amazing with it. We have that. Ooh. It's incredible. I want. I'm out right now, and I gotta go get more at the store. It's like a little warm hug, and there's nothing like a warm hug during a movie about family.
1: <laughs> well, it's not just a, it's this. It's the Simply Cocoa simply dark Cocoa. chocolate. Yes. So it's two different. It's not just the dark chocolates with It's Simply. It's Cocoa. not just the Simply Cocoa uh, fucking hot chocolate. It is the Simply Cocoa dark chocolate.
0: It's important, and you should try it
1: immediately. Yeah, I, you, you got the taste in it because I had one. Yeah. And I think the only reason I had one is because I took it from my parents' house because I got it on accident thinking it was the regular one and it oh. ended up being the weird one.
0: Best mistake ever made. <laughs> and I was like, oh,
1: I'll take it. I'll try it. And then you tried one and you were like hooked.
0: Yeah, I love how it's like the dead of summer. And I'm like, I am super into cocoa right now. <laughs> uh,
1: I I snacked, but I, I, I had the same... I kind of had like different portions of it, but like I had the same three s- snacks over the two nights I watched it. So it was like my godfather snacks. <laughs> <laughs> what
0: was your godfather themed snack? Uh,
1: was So last night with the first one, I did uh, popcorn, mm-hmm. a little bit of white cheddar Cheez-Its, mm-hmm. and some Oreos. Oh,
0: yeah. But Today, what kind of Oreos, Matt?
1: Oh, the s'mores Oreos. Guys, guys, guys. The s'mores Oreos. These are the Oreos. Why would they
0: not call them Smoreos?
1: I don't know. Missed opportunity there. Fuck. Um, the Smoreos are are what, they're the next evolution in Oreo. They are what, but they are what Oreos were always meant to be. We have, we have, we, anything you ever wanted an Oreo to become is this. You're
0: like nearly malfunctioning because of how thrilled you are by
1: this. Guys, you have, if you haven't tried them, this is the next thing. This is the real deal. <laughs> <laughs> the S'moreos are game changers. <laughs> um, so then tonight, I had some more. Uh, s'more. <laughs> s'more. I had some more uh, fucking S'more Oreos. I had S'more, S'more Oreos. <laughs> S'moreos. Uh,
0: Let's get through this food
1: list. <laughs> and then I had a little bit more uh, White Cheddar Cheez-Its.
0: White Cheddar Cheez-Its are far superior than regular Cheez-Its I was never a fan of Cheez-Its and then I tried the white cheddar ones and I was like oh damn game changer
1: <laughs> see I like them both I like the original and I like the white cheddar In I part... just happened, I just happened to have the white cheddar right now wonderful I like them both um, yeah but those are my godfather snacks
0: oh shit that's been munchy time
1: do you have a rating for this film?
0: oh I haven't really thought about it do you?
1: yeah I think you do
0: Mm. Mm, 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 mm. mm you go for it
1: I'm going to have to give this film uh three and a half actual sequels out of five actual sequels <laughs> <laughs> <Very> <laughs> it's fun. a sequel um. but I'm going to give it three and a half I, I, re- I did I like the movie I still like the movie and I, I think that's why I'm leaning more into positive but I just couldn't groove on this one as much as I like really just was transfixed by the the original and i was really maybe it was just i was hoping the same was going to happen here and it didn't um but i just it didn't hook me like the last one did but i still really liked it and the overall themes and yeah like the the idea of showing one's downfall with one's rise and these great actors and these incredible performances there's so much to like here yeah but i just these are all beyond the surface things on the surface me sitting and watching a three hour and 20 minute movie i just wasn't like hooked entirely from start to finish
0: yeah it's it's funny because like i have the exact same thoughts about it like i love it i appreciate it but yeah like for how long the movie is I, there was a lot of it where i was kind of struggling to like connect with it as much as the first one. So, yeah, I'm going to give it 3.5 coochies out of <laughs> coochies. No, chee <Cheechies>. cheese. <laughs> not coochies.
1: <laughs> no, now you got to give it three and a half coochies. All right, I
0: give it three and a half coochies <laughs> out of five coochies. <laughs> oh, man.
1: Um, oh, oh, that was crazy. Sorry
0: about that. I feel coochies. like real weird about saying that. <laughs> um, But, yeah, three and a half as well it's exactly as you said like i really love it i will say the end of this movie is fantastic i love like the final Absolutely. act the final act is very dynamic pretty much as soon as like
1: and it the has whole, all
0: as soon as it shifts to focus on like the brother strife and like the family falling apart i'm much more engaged and i think that's what makes the first one so successful is we're like really in the family
1: yeah um
0: this one branches out a little bit and it it struggles i think
1: and like like the not not it's not as extreme of an example but like like logan in the x-men series (laughs) oh god the end is great and you but you need the rest of it to get there yeah but maybe you're not fully on board with the rest of it like, the X-Men movies is more extreme because, like, I don't like any of those movies, but I've seen them all, but I like Logan. Yeah, it's a much <laughs> This, I, I like stuff. I like stuff in this movie, and it all is important leading to the end, but the end is really the best part, for sure.
0: Yeah. I'm very excited to watch the third one. I think we should watch it pretty soon.
1: Yeah, no, we should. Well, it's fresh in our heads. Yeah,
0: because I, I do want to kind of see what the next chapter is, and, like how they decide to close the trilogy.
1: I would I wouldn't say specifically about this one too where I would say the opposite for the first one. I would say for this one don't watch it stoned. The first yeah. one, you you could absolutely have a blast with Stone. You're just going to be like, wow, I'm watching a baller-ass movie. But here's the Second thing. one, you're, like, working while you're studying. I
0: mean, how devastating is the first one? But I would say this one's more of a bummer because it's just, like, quietly watching, like, everything. The family
1: horrible and people, like, just yeah. die and, like, it's not, like. It, the
0: first one was more dramatic and dynamic, so you have ups and downs and, like, it was so, like, explosive the whole time. This one was just like, oh, no we're depressed
1: <laughs> it was a little like slow and real in a
0: good way but yeah i i'm excited to watch the third one
1: yeah i i we will be stoned for that so we'll see how that one like goes stoned wise <laughs> <laughs> of course um but yeah this one i don't recommend stoned and i it's not as like wowzers as the first one for me and maybe if the first one wasn't so wowzers this one would get a higher rating and mm. maybe that's just a bad thing that I'm doing here but like you know the bar was set so high with the first one and the sequel is just an just another uh, not as good sequel as the original
0: I thought it was crazy that like three and thirty two like that's a big gap but like I think it's fair
1: yeah but i'm i'm re- I, I, I know there's going to be stuff coming up later that I'm going to like more than this Oh, I'm too. sure, yeah. But I'm, I'm ready just, to move it down even further. I'm just saying, like, <laughs> when
0: they were making that decision, they were like, oh, yeah, both are amazing, but, like, one is, like, way higher up than the other one.
1: Absolutely.
0: Yeah, no, I agree that we'll probably ship some stuff, but I think that's all I have to say about The Godfather Part Two.
1: That's all I have to say about it, my friend.
0: Next time we're <laughs> on to number 33. What is it, Matt? It's High Noon. High Noon. High noon. Should we watch it at noon?
1: Should we get high at noon and watch it? Yeah.
0: One day? It's, an it's early not a bad day.
1: idea. Yeah. That's, then the whole oh. rest of my day is gonna be sluggish.
0: It's gonna have to be a stone
1: day. <laughs> it's gonna have to be like a day off, <laughs> like which I'm, we don't have a lot of. <laughs> I would love one right now.
0: But yeah, high noon's gonna be next, and. You guys should definitely rate and review us on iTunes. Follow us on social media at AF highlist at... What's it called? Gmail? Instagram.
1: Oh, let me tell you about that.
0: Oh, yeah. There's a lot of things. Instagram at AF Facebook, the AF High List podcast. And if you want to shoot us an email, you can find us um, with the email address. <laughs> AFHighList at gmail.com.
1: Yeah. Write us a sillies. Send
0: us your sillies. Send us
1: your sillies. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah man that'll that'll about cook it
0: that'll about cook it
1: that'll about cook it that's the sign out right <laughs> that'll about yep, it
0: it's it's the 32nd time you've heard it from us <laughs> that'll about cook it
1: <laughs> and until next time we've been high